Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Daniel Van Kirk. I am here. And our guest on the show is our favorite murderer because she murders this episode. Karen Kilgariff, thanks for joining. It was my pleasure. What a joy. We talk about We talk about swords. Oh, yeah. Uh, sword uh, stores. Sword yeah. stores. A guy who might have deserved to get attacked. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying he did, but he might have. He's an E... <laughs> Ethlete. Yeah. He's an, an E-athlete. E-athlete. That's Everybody. all you need to know. That's all you need right. to know. Talk about Claudia tiny, and her life changes. Tiny Sasquatches. <laughs> tiny Sasquatches. And the Sheboygan Clogger. Which, you, yeah, we you, need the town's help on that one. This is it. It is Sword Stores, Tiny Sasquatches, <laughs> and the Sheboygan Clogger with Karen Kilgariff. You have to listen to this week's episode of Dumb People Town. It's a good show. Hey, listeners out there in listener world, I'm Barry Ross Roth Roth Ross Rothbart, and and I'm Lucas Neff. And today we have an episode with uh, one of my best, bestest friends in the world. Uh, I've known him for many, many years. We, um, I think, I taught him everything he knows. Um, he is his name is uh, Johnny Pemberton. Johnny Pemberton. Uh, he is a uh, a man of comedy. He's been in <laughs> so many <laughs> things. He's been in, uh, in a sitcom called uh, The Family Jewels. I think that's the name of it. I don't <laughs> know if it is. Uh, he was in Neighbors. He was in uh, Neighbors Two. Just you know, Johnny Berry is doing this all from memory. He was on a show <laughs> called all... Son of Zorn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I don't know if Family Jewels was the name of one of his shows, but there should be a show called Family Jewels. If anyone's listening, who makes shows? But he's he's terrifically um, smart. He's so he's so smart. He's um, the smartest person I've ever met. This was actually one of the first episodes we ever recorded. We talk about a lot of interesting stuff, but uh, there, then we get into meditation, and he's he's got a, he's one of the smartest gonna, guys I know. We're talking mushrooms. We're talking peak oil. We're talking transcendental meditation. And we play some tapes that offer transcendental meditation techniques that you can use. It's a real smorgasbord. He has a podcast on the Starburns Audio Network called uh, Live to Tape. Uh, so enjoy this episode, guys. Johnny Pemberton, let's get high and save save the save world. Get high and save the world. With Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. You gotta have something if you wanna be with me. So I wanna, can I jump in with a question? That jump I in, Barry. Johnny? If anything, we've been dying for you to jump in. Woo! Uh, what, uh, I, I'm, like you guys, I'm pretty scared a lot. All the about, time. Um, really? Yeah. What would you say if you had to pick your top thing that you're most scared about right now? Yeah, what are North you concerned? Korea, What's your anxiety? What? Oh, I would say I don't really have a lot of anxiety with that kind of stuff. You don't? No. Do you think that's you or the J1? I think it's uh, me. I just think a lot you of mean stuff now is, or uh, usually? Well, I, what do you mean? Like now, like currently? Are you always or? not concerned? No, that's not true. I used to be really into uh, like sort of uh, the idea of peak oil and the idea that... Um, Fossil fuels will have a uh, will run out, and we'll have like a, we're living in post peak times where um, it's basically like a a throwback to agrarian lifestyle where globalism is no longer a thing because we can't support we can't it. transport the goods because we no longer have the right, uh, means to to fuel cars right because the transport. supply chain is very fragile plane now I I actually yeah. read a lot about peak oil years ago but people mm-hmm. don't talk about that as much anymore right because it's not very fashionable and also. Uh, I know there's a lot of reasons people don't talk about it, but I think it's kind of just misses like a crank thing when really it's not. It's just something where 
Um, I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know because I've stopped keeping up with it because it just made me depressed. There's like a book called End of Food by Paul Roberts that I stopped That'll really reading. depress you. Yeah. yeah, because you realize this book was written a while ago, and you just realize that there's all these things that are super fragile, and people all people tend to think that uh, oh, wind power will save us or solar power will save us, but solar panels need all these rare earth minerals that are mined in Africa that are mined by people who were. That's something I've actually heard a, a lot too. Is that there really is, there's no power that could be as effective as oil, right? Well, because there's, there's you have to magic. use crap, the, right? I don't know how things work fully, yeah. but I assume that like to make things you need oil, and to make wind turbines you, you need, need oil. oil, right? Well, That's the irony. Just, it's such a combustible. Well, right? it's perfect because you can tra- you can transport it easily without it being. Starting on fire. It's not like hydrogen, where hydrogen has to be stored in very special containers. You can, like, have a bucket of gas, and if you put a top on it, and don't, it won't, won't blow so, up on its so own. So I guess what we're learning is that uh, in order to save the world, we should really refocus on fossil fuels. Well, like, that's the best way to <laughs> no protect our supply No one's talking about chains. fossil fuels. We, yeah. Uh, we're brought to you by Big Petro. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, no, I kind of think the opposite, but so, wait, actually. So you're not scared opposite, of that anymore? Not, yeah, no, because I, I don't know. I guess I stopped being interested in that stuff more, and I was reading a lot of stuff by this guy, Paul Stamets, who's this mycologist in Oregon. Is he the guy about the mushrooms? Yeah. He's obsessed with mushrooms. Well, yeah, he's a, he's a mycologist, so that's his, his yeah, job. Yeah, mycologist. Might be a mushroom. What's his yeah. name? Uh, Paul Stamets. Okay. He's genius. And he has all these things that he's. Mushrooms eat like oil. Right, because they can, they can be. Uh, you can make varieties. You can basically genetically engineer fungus to break down. When I saw that experiment that he did where yeah. he has this stuff. So essentially, you can you can clean up environmental waste with, with mushrooms. Fungus. fungus. Can, I've never heard that. You can do all oh, this it's... stuff with fungus. That's... Have you heard of TED Talks? Yes. So this incredible podcast. Talk to me like incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Sorry you had to yeah. see that, Johnny. It's a shortcut. It's definitely a, a, a great shortcut. Paul uh-huh. Stamets. Paul Stamets, I yeah. I found him. There's a lot of videos online where he sort of gives you like great overviews. You know, of what yeah. you know what's on. great? You, he looks exactly like, like a guy yeah. who, who you'd picture. Has and made in friends. The, in the Wikipedia photo, he's holding what I can only describe as the largest mushroom I've see ever seen in my see entire it. life. That's the, he t- it's a rare mushroom. It's a really rare mushroom. My talk. Go find it. Yeah, I've seen that picture. Okay, can you describe him for us, Barry? Yeah, he looks like uh, like a guy who uses mushrooms to save the world. Got it. Yeah, Uh, got it. He's. uh, I don't know. Even know if he's overweight. That's how lush his beard is. (laughs) Oh, he's got. He's definitely got something. He's got what I call. If he's overweight. Oh, he's got a famine belt. Um, I mean, he's got that. So I sense he wears a a a cool uh, hat that I assume he won at NPR. Or at, at an NPR like fundraiser. A, I've gotten some NPR tote bags. Yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah. guy is post-NPR. Post-NPR. <laughs> NPR wishes. NPR wishes they were Paul Stamets. Yeah, yeah I'm NPR. I remember. It's incredible, though, because he gives these videos. Only and rap so, he's so persuasive that even this, this, this really sort of like... Uh, you know, uh, pretty okay speaker. And by the end of it, you hear people like, bravo! Yeah. Bravo! So, and so then you incredible. see that it's from 2000... Oh, shit. Then you, uh, then you see that it's from 2008. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you're like, oh, why... Uh, so not a whole lot's changed. So, so what were you saying like about you were it? saying that yeah. you well, got into I this. Feel like, you uh, believe in mushrooms. I do, and I feel like that sort Magic of turned mushrooms. me around to being more hopeful about things because I feel like as much as people are terrible, we do... Like, there's a reason we haven't died from a nuclear bomb at this point. I feel like it's because the human genome won't allow it. Yes. It's like a thing where it's self-preservation at the most, uh, at a very small level. So it's a thing where... Yeah. 
And you know, it's funny. I have that thought sometimes when I'm driving around, and I'm like, it's crazy that we're able to just. I, this could be a high thought that we're just able to drive around. <laughs> that so many people are just able to be out in the world and not kill each other everywhere oh, all constantly, the time. Yeah. Constantly yeah. killing we're, each other. We're surrounded by, especially in LA, where you're surrounded by people in death machines. Yeah. Your cars, cars are deadly. Yeah. And, and people are stupid. Studying their lines to mm-hmm. go to an audition. You know. Yeah, it's absurd how, how you don't die all the time. <laughs> Texting Barry that he's running Lucas late to just, a podcast. You just, your eyes just left your body for a second. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because you said audition? Yeah. yeah. You even like, remembered no. he had an audition? Audition! No! Yeah. I was like, wow. 12 pages, three scenes. My brain literally was just like ran out my ear. It is crazy. I think you're right. It's like there is something that we need to be part of a, a tribal system that keeps us from killing each other all the time. There's also this book I read called Nature's Trying to Kill You. And it's really fun read, but it's also it's kind of it gets a little bit on that Richard Dawkins thing where, like the selfish gene thing, which sometimes I what don't think so. Like Richard Dawkins, he's the god, scientist, the, the god complex, isn't it? No, uh, the god. Uh, he's, uh, he's one of the most like vehement atheists. atheists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think kind of there's always that thing where the uh, divergent opinions wrap around later. You know what I mean? Like people who are far leftist and far right. Usually have more in common than the middle. Well, it's the a zealot. It's the zealot. The zealotry, yeah. right? The the, the uh, evangelizing. The passion. The passion yeah. sort of like Love that movie. Because there's a lot of people on the far left and the far right who bo- are both doomsday preppers. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that thing where there's like they come together at some point. Yeah, because they both are like everything's going to end because there's so much hate of each other. Right. Yeah. It's a real zero sum game. It feels like to me. Yeah. So this guy, Paul Stamets... Can you spell the name, please, in case people want to look him up? S-T-A-M-M-E-T-S. I'm going to say that again because I don't think anyone heard anything there. S-T-A-M-A-T-S. Okay. Stamets. And Paul is, of course, spelled the tradition. So he has this idea. Here's what I'm reading. It's called Fungaculture. He considers it a fungaculture... Um, and it's an under, it's a valuable but underutilized aspect of permaculture. Mm-hmm. And he's interested in the use of mushrooms in bioremediation, a process he terms my core meditation. <laughs> so oh God, I, that was about 18 I think essentially just got what he's right saying there. is what Johnny said is there's a process where mushrooms can actually save uh, the world. He has a book called save that, the world. I think it's called How Fungus Can Save the World or something to that effect. But, and just, you and used to, to play, be. You used to be an ardent believer in it, but you've sort of stopped. You stopped believing. No, I haven't stopped. You're a, I guess you're the Richard Dawkins of mushroom. <laughs> mushroom I know. I I believe savior. in it still. I guess I can Dude, say I just go it, easy on him, man. Hey, I, man, um, this, is, <laughs> this isn't all just fun and games, okay? I don't know. These I, aren't I, all going to be softballs, Johnny. Well, I don't know what to, I don't know what what's the question? Uh, uh, you said you said, high. Um, you said that I'm going to stop being concerned. Are you still Well, I stopped being concerned with peak oil as much because I feel like it's one of those things where it's going to happen. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen no matter what because people I think most people like uh the vast majority of people live in the mindset of you do your laundry when you have no more clothes to wear, right? You don't. Most people don't proactively do things because there's no reason to. Mm. There's no impetus to do it because you don't need to. Because it's like human nature to. Right. We'll choose convenience. Yeah, human nature is to be shortcut this, things. This, you know, I just started doing cleaning every day. Okay. You know, whatever's dirty in the morning, that's the first thing I do. Is like do all the dishes, do all the cleaning, put yeah. laundry in, do a load. Whatever, but uh, you're not like most people in that sense. I think most Lucas people, isn't. You'll find yeah. that Lucas is not like most people in that way. He's yeah. he's very. I, mean, I, f- I feel like I feel like most people. You I guys think are looking at each other in a way where it's like <laughs> what you just said means way more. 
no, than what it is. Nothing like the does. smile, like Lucas nah. is not like most people. Well, I, yeah, I'm totally. No, I, I'm I, totally I think more that. like people than I think. The, yeah, I'm like people. I'm for sure like people. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know what I mean. I uh, what I was going to say about Paul Stamets and what your your theory about him is is what to play devil's advocate is how do we implement what seems like a a guy who probably wouldn't be trusted with billions of dollars to do something like this and affect large change. Is, is that like a start your own compost? That's what it feels like to me. It's that He also has an initiative to use... Yeah, uh, like you're saying no one would do it unless they have to, so how does someone like this get it? Get something like this done on a big scale? Uh, there's a couple ways. I think there's a couple ways. Uh, one is there to be an imminent danger, like an imminent threat. But would we, would like we a turn threat to Paul that Stamets? only a mushroom could Quick. stop? <laughs> yeah. Well, he has this thing he's doing where he puts uh, seed, tree seeds that are already uh, have mycorrhizal spawn on them. It's, he's already got, um, how do you say it? It's, it's like spores. They're, mm -hmm. they've, been, they've been dusted with a type of spore inoculation, and they're woven it's like into... like vaccines for nature. Well, how it works is they're inside corrugated cardboard. So if you get a box that's shipped to you, the idea is that you, instead of throwing this box away or recycling it, you wet it down and you plant it in the ground. It will become a tree because it has uh, the... The cardboard acts as an insulator and a as as mulch, and the mycorrhizal, uh, the the fungal powder acts. Um, it has this. I, so I, I was just thinking he that. I was just so thinking smart. he's so smart. Well, this is just no, stuff I, I read in the book. Guy. No, I, but the fact that you remember it, I don't remember. There's yeah. like a symbiotic can, relationship. Can we look with, up and see if there's a place fungus. where people can uh, can acquire those? Are those yeah, things it's, still it's acquirable? Fungi, fungi.net or fungi.com, something like that. But fungi the, the box, this thing he's trying to do, I think he's trying to fungi. do. Fungi. Yeah, F U N G I. I think it's fungi.net or something like that. You can find it easily. You just Google it. But that guy, he's trying to implement that with like a company like Amazon. Amazon or something, mm -hmm. where you have all this, because there's all, there's so much waste with uh, packaging, so much, right? Right, so there's an immense amount of packaging waste. There's also some other researchers. They want a, they want a, um, I think they want a, a Nobel Prize. They want some big scientific prize for basically making packaging out of uh, fungal bodies. Because you know how you know how you have like a dried mushroom, yeah. how it's kind of soft and spongy. Oh, it's to replace styrofoam. That's and so smart. they make packaging that's not and just it's renewable. Yeah, it's not just like that corn crap where a lot of times you get these things that say it's compostable packaging. It's not compostable unless you have an industrial composter that heats up to like 150 degrees. So most people can't compost that kind of thing, but this is. Like fully compostable, it's already. I'm just thinking nothing. of some. That's there's great, some styrofoam mines in Pennsylvania yeah. that are freaking out right now. I suppose, but that's the thing. Is also. <laughs> Sorry. But this is old. This is old news. This is like three years old. A bunch of guys that were like thinking about styrofoam, freaking out all the time. Yeah, they're like mining for styrofoam. Oh, mines. Yeah, mines. I think you said mines. No, sorry, mines. Like styrofoam, oh, styrofoam mines. mines. Yeah, styrofoam mines. Yeah, like in the styrofoam we're, mines. We're, we're part of a think tank where we <laughs> think about styrofoam. We don't yeah. think about much. We're just styrofoam. <laughs> yeah. We're a styrofoam-oriented thought group. Hi, mm -hmm. we're styrofoam. Yeah, nice, and it would be end, end days for them, I suppose. Unless you yeah. could, unless you could find some new way to use styrofoam, some new fun way, or unless you just stop making it. That'd be great, and it's I, okay. Certain things go away. Yeah, I think this stuff could actually happen because, like, look at how far we've come with packaging. Mm -hmm. Even just like everything used to be in styrofoam. You remember, you'd get like a Big Mac; right. it would be in styrofoam, mm -hmm. and like. I think we could do it. I think this that is, could happen. I, you notice that now they're starting to, the really on the pulse sort of of restaurants or whatever are serving like uh, compostable straws. 
Oh really? No way. Yeah, well, who's yeah, using yeah. straws? That's that, I was going to bring up. Who's like, using straws? That was going to be my. Uh, I don't use straws. And you don't use straws. Tip of the week was going to be stop using straws. Yeah. And affect some local change. Is that true? Stop using straws because it's like the fifth largest killer of sea life. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. No way. Turtles one through four. I'm going to look it up. Us, us, us. Straws. Um, That's crazy. Uh, yeah, they that. like. There's like videos of like people pulling straws out of like tortoises and oh, nostrils. I don't want to like, see that all shit. All the way up, like it's horrible. There's blood everywhere. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, get me out of there. <laughs> I mean, five you're largest the most killers of sea life. Man. I've ever met. So I'm not that well read. I go in spurts. Right? You go in spurts? Yeah. I'm, I'm the same. I'll right now, I'm in a crazy, deep dead like, zone. Reading, 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 and then I don't for months. Deep dead zone right now. Um. So I do. You, do you often get scared about? the the direction of the world no i think it's getting better yeah i, I honestly think it's getting better i think uh do you more, honestly 100 percent. like everything's getting better more people are more aware of more things that are bad and like if you think about all the things that are quote unquote are bad that are happening we are, we're so aware of it we're There's so a, and aware you, of you it. feel that a, awareness is uh is is a natural part of the process to change. Yeah, I think that's the first step. That's why I think we're freaking surrounded, out right now. But aren't like, we surrounded are by people who are more aware and we're not, you know... That's right, we're shitting like we on everybody people who's not who are in aware. L.A. <laughs> well, think about 10 years ago. I don't even mean in L.A. I mean, like, we try to surround ourselves with theories that feel yeah. positive, right? Like, here, what I was going to say is, I read an article, actually, I read a lot of articles, sorry... And, uh, I read a lot of books. I, I just read articles. <laughs> I read a lot of packaging. I listen to a lot of books. Um, that there, Elon Musk actually believes that it's a one in a billion chance that we're not in a computer simulation. Basically, he's convinced that we are in a computer simulation. I am too. 100%. Yeah. He, he thinks that there's such a small infinitesimal... Infinitesimal? Infinitesimal. 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 It's an infinitesimal. It's infinitesimal. It's infinitesimal. Infinitesimal. It really is. Infant like a small baby. Decimal like a point. That's not real. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Is it? Infinitesimal. <laughs> you tell me. I can't. Infant I clearly can't. Decimal. Infinitesimal. <laughs> we were able to locate so, Paul Stamets in a matter of seconds. That's why babies have little so shit. Decimal. He literally said, "There's I'm a leaving it that. baby shit chance that there's a there's a baby shit chance in hot and a foxglove." <laughs> what the fuck is he? There's, there's a, a baby shit chance in nighttime. So here's his Ned quote. Here's his direct character. quote. He goes, "Y'all." I'm Elon Musk. I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. We've Y'all. been rafting for a while. Y'all put your paddles down. I'm going to educate you. Put Y'all, you now. ever see a Hyperloops? Whoo! Uh, so he thinks, yeah, there. he actually is, is saying that there's a tiny, tiny chance that we're not. But yeah. overwhelmingly that we are because... Who does he think he is said running the simulation? Well, this is what he Elon thinks. He doesn't Musk. say it, but he thinks that, <laughs> that there is, that if everything can become so realistic as it is becoming so realistic, what's to, what's to stop us from thinking that it already has and the realism is what we're experiencing? That's, that's the rub. It's yeah. the thing, it's that duality where if something can happen, it has happened. See, that's where I'm lost. Well, it already... Like it, like the multiverse type yeah. stuff? What, like explain infinite, that. Infinite Do you understand that? I don't understand I, can't, I feel like I understand it when I'm meditating, but otherwise, when I talk, say out oh. loud, you can't you yeah. can't explain it. I only understand thing, it when I'm coming. That's that's not like that's not like a bad thing. To, that's actually probably true. <laughs> what a distracting, horrible place to be What if you just had the greatest ideas, mentally. but the, you forget it the moment you stop coming, so you have to keep coming. Anyway, this is a new web series. <laughs> Whatever. It's called Cum Membrance. <laughs> 
Okay, so come, come genius. No, but in all honesty, like, what does that mean? How does it mean if if something has happened, it it has something will happen. It already has happened. What does that because mean? Because time is a circle. Okay, if infinite circles. There's people who theorize that time is not linear. It's like yeah. it's like yeah. space. I but I was reading. Uh, fuck, what's this guy's name? There's a poly a polymath linear. guy. I forget his name. It's like Raymond something or other. Raymond Kurzweil. No, it's something okay. with a T or an M, okay. I think. But anyway, he, I was reading him a while back, and uh, he was saying it's all great and well to theorize all these different things about time, but at the end of the day, you're still chasing a bus because you're late. Right. Uh, but that's where we are right now. That's sort of, that's saying... But every, it's always so now we're getting I've never seen... It. Have, have you, can you point way, to any so, evidence of... No. If, if time has operated in nonlinear ways, wouldn't that have already happened? But we also live in a gravity well. And also, uh, the gravity well, guys, the gravity well. Uh, I don't know what that means. The gravity well is this idea that. Is this like a Thomas Pynchon book? or No, this is a thing. This is like a theory. <laughs> is this a ride at Six Flags? <laughs> the gravity well. We live in a, on a planet that has gravity, yeah, right? So Fabio died in that, right? No. The gra- he, Fabio died? Yeah, no. In a gravity no. well, yeah. Okay. Well, if he it, died it on can a, happen, it ha- I think Fabio is probably going to die on a <laughs> Did you like ride Fabio? at Disneyland. Fabio. He got hit with Fabio. a bird Fabio. in the face. Fabio. Is that what you're talking about? Fabio. 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 I say Fabio. I'm from, the Midwest, from the Midwest. You know the old Fabio. saying, you say Fabio, Fabio I, I say Fabio. Fabio. <laughs> how do you guys say, how do you say the name C-R-A-I-G? C-R-A-I-G. How do you say that Craig. name? Craig. Craig. See, I say Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I say Craig. Hey, Craig. And that's just like a Minnesota thing. Um, I think it's a Minnesota thing. So finally, okay, we got a laugh out of uh, everyone in the in the booth back finally. there. Finally. Um, so no, I'm, I'm, can we, I, I don't know if we have to stop soon, but. We've I'm, had a lot of time. No, 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 we actually have about a lot of 30 time. minutes. Uh, I, I see time, time is, is not, expi- yeah. time makes no time sense is not to our me friend. right now. Uh, we're really high. So. Uh, well, I could be higher. Uh, here's what I believe about time. I think that there are times that are existing on layers as we go, but there's still a beginning and an end because of life and death. We can't deny the fact that you're going to die, which means that things need to happen in an order, right? But that, that how do we prov- how do we how do I get myself out of that brain? Well, like pl- that, I mean, that mindset like for me, for me, the that big... things are still no matter how time is in a loop or things happen. How do you get over the fact that everything is linear because there's an end that's definite? But it's not. How is it an end? Well, there is no end, right? That's an anthropic sort of because thing. because there's a there's beginning and there's an yeah. end because there's the, there's a there's a well, a definite marker in time. Well, what's before time? The land. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, great. We solved it. Um, we just actually, don't know. We just don't, we don't know, know, right? We don't know. Uh, but I, this, this sort of does bring me to a thing that I was thinking about from a local scale, uh, you know, the whole sort of uh, how can we make things better type thing. And uh, I saw on the Washington Post today, once again, it's September 12th, 2017, uh, I saw this article about this woman who had interviewed 100 uh, convicted rapists mm-hmm. in India. Mm. And she said that the only mm. commonality... Uh, in why, in the the motives or the context or the extenuating circumstances surrounding these uh, these men, was uh, their thought process and their upbringing. What was that? The, what was the, was the thought very process? Very broad, upbringing? though. I mean, that was, was something that I was sort of the upbringing. I could understand a little more concretely because it was like, oh, you know, the way we're raised has a huge effect on who we become and how we treat other people and how right. we interact with the universe. Um, but a thought process to me was something interesting because I was like, you can't control your upbringing. 
right? So in in terms of a an agency and and uh, you know sort of self determining your own way forward and and making things a little bit better. Like the one thing you do have sort of control over is thought process. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think about how she's sort of in the article because it didn't really delve into that connection too too literally in the article. But, uh, you know, the idea was that, oh, the way you view other people, right, the way you th men think about women right. or the way we think about each other or the way that we think about ourselves or the way we think about society and the, the function of society is something we can uh, change, right? And so then I was... Theoretically. Thinking, theoretically. But then, then I was thinking, it's like, oh, well, how does one begin to interact with one's uh, own thought process? Yes. Like, what because are the... you're not separate from it. Yeah, Scientology. Not, simple. Right? <laughs> called an e-meter dumbass <laughs> next <laughs> next uh yeah well you know and i was like if you didn't have an e-meter handy um you can make one with an orange and a toothpick <laughs> i can actually Fuck make an e-meter right. anywhere yeah. clock this is uh, a weird thing i have yeah tom cruise is an e-meter i could smoke uh, i could smoke out of an e-meter yeah, yeah. <laughs> That would be the fucking trippiest bomb yeah, of all time. Rip, we should have ripped some J1 oh out of a meter. No, but I, I actually, it's funny. I've been talking about this with my therapist, is that you can't control your, your thought process as much as you can unless someone reflects it back at you. Just, you. Wait, wait, you just wait, said what? something. You can't control it your as thought? much as you can, which means you, you can't can control no, it No, as more. much as you think you can. Okay, Sorry. there you go. I, that, I left out the that was thing. the operative word there. <laughs> so you buried the lead. <laughs> All right, what, you, know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, We yeah. believe we can we change our we thoughts way more if we just white-knuckle it. And have we I just told like, you about this? Uh, but I don't think we can change it until someone reflects it back at us. Have you guys ever tried transcendental meditation? No. That's what I do. I have Do you? Yeah. I tried regular meditation. Can you? For about four, year, four years, three years. Okay, years, that's yeah. so great. I didn't know that about you. It feels like I set you up for this <laughs> for the, uh, the, in the segment. But I have never done transcendental meditation. The closest I've ever come is my brother once did transcendental meditation with David Lynch in Iowa. You have that's to, the oh, most I've drop. ever Sorry, yeah. get that name. But I you always have try to... to drop my brother when I can. <laughs> you have to learn um, to meditate. It's like a thing that you Yeah, get there's taught. a practice to it. Yeah. I, I bought... You have to pay money, too. You do. I bought... Yeah. Um, that's that's true. You have to... To, you I don't have think, to spend a lot of money to learn it. I don't think that's a bad thing. Here, um, before you get into the right way to <laughs> I really do don't. it. Really? Um, no, it's. I think it's... Uh, I'm just going to... Tips for setting up your meditation space. I've downloaded this earlier I today. wish we had an auxiliary cable. That would have been great. It's more than just a space for you to meditate. This sounds good. It's also a place for you to relax and dream and let your imagination loose. Your meditation will be a work in progress. Who is that? Is this Siri? I don't know who it is, but it's an album available on iTunes. <laughs> that guy honestly sounds like he'd be doing the ride instructions at Disneyland. <laughs> Please make sure your seatbelts are fastened. Well, let's, let's skip ahead because let's, let's hear a little Doesn't bit of Doesn't he like, have that nice yeah. voice? Here, here. Oh, here we go. Please keep your arms, arms and legs inside the vehicle. Now get ready to go to space. Here we go. consignment and thrift stores. A small glass bowl filled with marbles and water can be a great focal point. That will help you relax during meditation. What? This okay. is trippy as Now, wait, is this wait, wait, what you wait. do? Wait, no, no, hang not. on, hang on. I, can I ask one question? Yeah. What What is he saying? He's saying you have to stare at a glass full He's, of marble. Well, there's like, full, like a, he was saying, uh, I listened to a fair bit of it on the way over. Um, like if you put a shelf in your closet and you sat down in there and like you could put on the shelf different objects that would help you get into a meditative state. Some focal points would be like, uh, uh, he talked about candles for a, candles a period. Candles one. Yeah, yeah. He, apparently the colors of candles actually have... Uh, the, the light wave frequency. Yeah. Okay. Here, the, let me see if I can find... Uh, Ten tips for setting up near the floor in the climb. 
Invest in a painted chest. Can we leave all this in? I just want to make a note to leave every moment of this in. A um, painted chest. Okay. Yeah, there's a... Maybe you could uh, say what this is. Oh, yeah. This That's is a human being speaking? This or is no? meditation techniques, how to use the power and benefits of mindfulness and, and transcendental meditation. But who is it by? Uh... Or is, this, is this the iTunes store you're looking it's at? It's just Lifeline Audiobooks. <laughs> Did you just, where is this? Is this, is this on uh, Yahoo? I, I does, is this well, the Coca-Cola uh, website? Listen, guys, I'm a professional. I went to the iTunes store okay. and I typed in Transcendental Meditation and this was one of the first hits. Interesting. Um, it sounded nice. It had tips. It has a little bit of history. It has the But who's the artist, history. though? It doesn't say. It says Lifeline uh, Audiobooks. I think yeah, it's the that's, hired that's voice the artist. Yeah. Lifeline Audiobooks. Yeah, I think it's a hired voice artist okay. recording it. Um, but anyway, he talks about how certain candles have different, like, uh, a yellow, a white candle is balance. A mm. yellow candle is more like uh, thinking creatively. Uh, Can I cut you stuff. off? Purple no. is passion. That has literally nothing to do with transcendental meditation. But okay, it's, but it's not yeah. bad. Wait, wait, wait. Just I, wanted, this, see, this I, I set this, know. I set like, this up so you could set the record straight. Yeah, set You're, it straight. Can you tell us a little bit about Transcendental Meditation and what, so. what it does for you? Uh, it's just a type of meditation that was started by the Maharishi... And it comes from... I was reading about him this morning. Right. The Maharishi. <laughs> he started and he learned from a guy named Guru Dev. Uh, uh, wow. And mm-hmm. he's a guru. And Transcendental Meditation comes from a very old style of meditation called Vedic Meditation. I honestly don't know a whole lot about the history of it and things like that. But In so, San Bernardino, a uh, the a Transcendental Meditation had its own ra- uh, TV station okay. uh, called K-Science for Creative Intelligence. Wow. Mm. It's still K-S-C-I, but now I think it's K-Southern California I pitched okay. a show Institute to them, actually. Or Sound <laughs> of California Institute or something like that. But it was a, it was a TV um, station devoted to Transcendental Meditation in the 70s okay. uh, that broadcast uh, directly into Los Angeles from San Bernardino. Okay, and so, he, it was run by uh, people associated with the Maharishi. Yeah. And he eventually came and visited. It's so, a massive business. It is like a big thing. What is, a, how does it change the way you are? I don't know how it does. Or has it, have you noticed any difference in Let's um, ask you more questions, and then we'll get to your answers. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. How, oh, how, well, what, what about it? Tra- TM, that's what it's called for sure, pretty much by anyone who uh, does it, is something that essentially is a tool for rest. So it's something where you do it twice a day for 20 minutes, ideally. And when you meditate, you're going into this state in your mind that's kind of like a um, like a fifth state, like a like an area where you are aware of, of your surroundings. You're not sleeping, uh, and you're not um, awake, but you're. It's this intermediary state where your mind can dive down into sort of your subconscious of sorts. It, the the best way I can describe it is it's like controlled dreaming, where uh, you basically are giving like yourself. That. You said it's so. I, I thought that was disappointment. Huh? I thought that was disappointment. Like, oh, I'm I out. actually had no control over that sound. <laughs> oh. I actually, I, I it just pushed came out that of out of him. Yeah, I was did. able to dive down. Why is a state of controlled dreaming useful? Because when you're dreaming or when you're in that state of mind, it's very restful. For it removes stress. And why is rest important? Because rest, because we are bombarded with stress all the time, and our brain. When you sleep at night, it's not for your body; it's for your brain, because your brain basically processes the things that it take right. it took in, and it. I think of it as uh, I think of meditation and also sleeping as a basically like um, like a digestive system for uh, thought and experience. It's taking the guards away. 
from your brain. It, t- it takes the guards away. It also it digests things. So let's say you have a bad experience with some, or any experience. It takes it, it, it picks it apart, and it processes it through the filter of dreams. So dream, right. dream is a safe way to sort of expel the, uh, the, the, the experience. Yes. And meditation is essentially and- you're, you're controlling your ability to jump in, dive into your mind, and relax, and take things that you're thinking about and let them pass by without judging them or allowing them to affect you. It's like being on a train and seeing something. Like, if you were on a train seeing someone be murdered, you'd be like, oh, that's bad, but at the same... That's not the best analogy, but I mean, like... You're basically uh, pitching us girl on a train? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I fucked that up. I should have pitched it years ago, and they stole from me. But you're seeing it, and it's passing you by. And so it's... It's not affecting you. You experience it. There's perspective. There's perspective. That's that's 100%. It slows the train down. No. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, uh, I no, but I. I uh, no. I, you, you go for it. Okay. Thanks, Barry. I, I'm uh, I was. I was just going to ask something sort of similar to I think what you asked earlier was if there was a line and you said and you said one side of this line is Johnny before transcendental meditation and on the other side of the line is Johnny after TM. Yeah. Could you like the moments after or yeah like literally you just heard about it? No, I mean like when you felt like oh this is now me doing transcendental meditation regularly or whatever, this period of time where I'm doing this now right. is a part of my life. And then before that, and could you, could you, would you say there is, there is a difference? Yeah, and definitely. could you describe it? Uh, I'd feel like just a lot of things don't affect me in terms of, I'm able to, to be cool with about things that are, that are, uh, stressful or if something's coming at me, that's difficult or, mm. um, Anything that's would, so it's a resource. It's like a. It's basically like knowing a martial art if you're going into if you're going to be fighting someone. But it's like, it's like that, but for your brain, where there's stressful situations. Brain karate. Right. It's a. It's brain karate. Yeah. I just feel like I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't get stressed out by things as much, and I know if I do, I can always meditate, and it will, it will basically process some of that. Like I always, if I'm working, I always meditate at lunch. Uh, on set, and I'll, I'll take, eat my lunch by myself. How, quickly. how long does it take? Twenty minutes. And do you like? Uh, how, how do you prep yourself for it? Uh, well, you just just you relax and just. I'm just sitting up. It's not. It's pretty. It's very simple. That's the whole thing about it. It's very simple. It's not like a. It's not a religious thing. It is religious, but it's not. It's do like you, this thing I, where I've read a thing that it opens you up for learning more because we don't realize. That we are in fight or flight mode a lot of our lives. Right. Yeah, we're like, lizards. And there's there's actually been studies done, and this is why a lot of kids who have very difficult upbringings can't learn as well. Right, is because oh, when you're so stressed, when your brain is like, uh, I gotta stay alive, and I gotta, you're not gonna, you're not able to take in complex information because it's it's a it's a mechanism in our bodies that's like get away from that bear. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, so like it's a place of stillness. fight or flight. So this yeah. kind of eliminates that a little bit and can actually train you to bring in complex thoughts more and they okay. teach a lot of kids uh i learned at the david lynch foundation is where i learned to meditate yeah my brother did that okay yeah and they they do a lot they donate uh meditation class to a lot of people like people who have ptsd uh soldiers have ptsd uh battered battered women uh people victims of abuse and children who've experienced uh, abuse or oh. pop they they teach them and it's something where like the results are just incredible because there's these kids or uh, victims of abuse or people who've had like serious issues in their lives, like you're saying, that keep them, hold them back. 
because you're dealing with this thing that's immensely stressful. So much bigger than, yeah. And then it also, it, it's it's so helpful for people who have experienced trauma like that. So th- th- this is then, you'd say, like in a really effective personal way, uh, maybe a, a useful tool or, or something to do for people, uh, you know, who uh, are, you know, to, for people to, in order to process this, this stressful trauma that is their daily life. I think anyone, anyone and everyone can do it. And not just TM. There's all types of different meditation. It's all essentially the same, but you find one that works for you. And it's, uh, I think it, there's, there's no person who wouldn't benefit from it because it's just, it's if just we were rest. All, if we were all doing it, would, would you say it would be a, I think if we're be all, a better, a better planet? I think there would be no war. Honestly, uh, I think there would be no war. So here we go. There here it we is. Go. We yeah. found it. We found it. Yeah. <laughs> we should have a buzzer whenever anyone says there will be no war during this podcast. There would off. be no war. There would be <laughs> There really wouldn't. War. There would be. I, I think, I honestly believe that that's true, that if people, and I think that that has a lot to do with, with marijuana sometimes, too, is that if yeah. more people smoked marijuana and had a few of those experiences, at least in marijuana, I mean, if you tried or any psychedelics or psychedelics, yeah. that people would be more open to new ideas. Yeah. I mean, right? it's, it's just, it's proven too. If you take, if you take uh, psilocybin or have LSD, it changes your, your brain. Is that Sorry, Christmas? That was, that was me Sorry, testing can you just out say, a war. Uh, there'll be oh, no more war? There'll be, oh, here we go. Got it. Wait, wait, I have one too. I, oh, can, you do yours first. Okay. There will be no more war. <laughs> oh, crap! Work. Hold on, hold on. Say it again. I'll do. I'll do, do it again. while you get yours up. There Is won't there... be. There won't be war no more. All right. Can you say it again? There be no more war. <laughs> oh, I like that. Wrong. Wrong. We're still going to have war. There's going to be war. There's going to be war. War. There's going to be war. What, what would you guys say it's good for? What? War? war? What is it good for? Uh, honestly, probably uh, overpopulation. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, you know what's even better than uh, war that? for that? And and usually there's... That's your, a f- it's a motorcycle you on your that? phone. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's for... a chainsaw starter, Morning guys. Zoo. Nothing beats if, disease if you guys for overpopulation. About the chainsaw, yeah. Um, I think also generally one of the benefits of, of war is usually there's a period directly after the war where it's like everybody's hyper focused on peace, communication, and uh, trade. Yeah. And uh, rebuilding an infrastructure. But I so there's this real like uh, r- r- emphasis on good things directly after it. But I think that's more like oh god, this was horrible. Let's I go had, the o- other way. I had this thought though. Do you think maybe we're done with wars that end? Like Ooh, there's it feels no, like it. it. It feels like but there that, was a that's hundred a thing years of the past. war before. Mm-hmm. But maybe we're done with wars that like have an official ending. They just kind of keep going because is, we're not really countries. It's not really like there's no gentlemen's agreements between these wars anymore. That it, like treaties at the end. Yeah, well, even the way right? they used to fight wars was so like we're gonna agree to meet in a field somewhere. Uh, Three, this is two, the lo- one, this- shoot. Yeah, and then we're all just going to run at each other yeah, on, right. a, on a queue. Maybe that's we why talk. we're so divided in this country, too, because there's no, like, at the end being like, good, good battle, sir. And <laughs> yeah. let's uh, let's shake hands and figure out where the land is now. But we're not that divided <laughs> in this country, though, you know? <laughs> that's what war used to be, right? Yeah. It used to be just like, oh, good fight, sir. Yes, well, I true, pass, true. Yes, you have won. I, once again, I will be beholden to you. We've lost a lot of peasants in this one. We have lost five Back acres to the right. devil child. Right. Like what? I say no more to. I submit my well, sword. Good day. I submit my sword, my women, and my goats to you. Uh, lovely, lovely Adam Palm. Carry on. <laughs> I love both how educated this guy sounded and the fact that his main currency was still goats. Goats yeah. and my women. My women and my goats. 
<laughs> my female goats, my kids. <laughs> All right, yeah. No, I, I, I don't think... Uh, uh, war's endless now. Is that is that something that is I, true? I, I, I don't not. know. I don't sure think hope so. not. I don't think so. I think there is like a fatigue for everything. Like at a certain point, like I think uh, uh, people have to people. There right. aren't enough people motivated to sustain the amount of energy warfare takes. Or maybe it'll be like the war on drugs, where it'll just be like we're on to more crazy things now. Yeah, yeah. We just invent a new noun. Yeah. To, 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 digital to, drugs. Digital my, drugs. My children was doing digital drugs on YouTube. I saw them. <laughs> Digital drugs. Oh, well, you speaking heard of, of the speaking blue of digital, whale? I was going to say, speaking of digital drugs, digital this drugs. Uh, brings us back to the computer simulation thing. Right. It, what What's the problem with that? And why do we need to care for an assimil- simulation? That's the thing you don't. You, here's, here's what I think. I think it's just a way of kind of being like, there might be hope. What do you mean? But, but we're not real then, right? I would no, say we're real, right? We're hooked in like the Matrix into oh, a that's computer he, simulation. He thinks we're Matrix. Oh, he no. doesn't think we're Sims. No, we're not Matrix. We're not Matrix. No, we're yeah, Sims. Matrix. No, no we're, we're Sims. We're, we're That we've created an altered reality. No, no, no. We're Sims. We're someone else's completely manufactured reality. Oh, that's reality. crazy. Now you right? sound crazy. It's 100% that's a simulation. simulation. It's yeah. 100%. Nothing is... No, it's not. Like, if you're playing The Sims, you still are you... Playing the Sims. Yeah, but that thing has no connection to you. It exists outside sure of you. It does. Right? You're controlling it. Well, yeah, someone's controlling us, but that doesn't make the Sims. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're, I, he's got I, it. He's I got think it. I see what you're saying. You're saying that we are the Sims in the Sim game. Yeah. I'm saying I think we. this is the Sim game, and we are actually outside of it, plugged into it also. Here's what the Buddhist would say. I Which I, one? Uh, just general, just a general Buddhist. <laughs> okay. I, I'm Buddhist trying pop. to get this wrong, but it's the idea that you're sort of, uh, this is like a ride, essentially, and you're getting to live in this world. This is just a uh, an incarnation. So you're in this incarnation right now. You get to do whatever you want with it because you're, you know, you're, you're a being of free will. And then you die. Uh, or maybe you do a bunch of DMT and you pop over into this zone where you're like, oh, God damn. You see, like, the other side, mm-hmm. and you realize that... Do you wish we'd done DMT before we'd oh, done this podcast? That, would be a, that wouldn't be a podcast. This would be the sound of your, podcast. This is your, like, subtle dig at art. I've never done it before, so I don't even really know. But Me neither. Super curious. Yeah. There's the idea you're just an incarnation. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. I see you're agreeing with me. Well, it's a, it's, <clears throat> He's agreeing with me. It's both things. If, if it's a simulation... Digital. I'm confused by the. the Why are you confused, Lucas? I'm confused uh, from an edamame. Edamame. I'm confused from an edamame standpoint. (laughs) Etymological. Etymology. I was entomology is bugs. Etymology. So wait, I want to hear why. Why are you confused? I'm confused semantically. Trying to. I'm confused by the word etymology, but uh, I'm confused. Um, by the nature of the word simulation, which to me, a simulation is something that is separate yeah. right. and is contained. Right. Whereas, like, it has been set up to run. It's like the, the it's, a video game. it's been set up to run, and now it's playing itself out. It's a video game, like right? like in Madden. Like, if you ever played teams against each other in Madden, like it would just be computer oh, variable. I see yeah. what you mean. That there's, well, that's what it, this is already. Right. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So I he agrees with me, and it probably is. <clears throat> but, he agrees with me. But I I, I, I want to <laughs> put forth a theory um, a bit. 
about this game that I used to play called Simulation City, shortened to Sim, Sim City. City. Oh, the best where, game ever. You have never played it. Where is the oh. simulation in Simulation City? Where Where would you say that, the simulation You have to find is? it. It's buried, no, right? No, 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 no. Some like, what's the simulation part of Sim City? Like the en- infinite regress. It's no, no. Simulating what, is, right? what is it simulating? That's what's it's exciting. It's simulating a city. It's simulating a city, right. but you in are controlling city the city, correct? Right. And you are in that city, right, as well. Some no, you're not. infinite regression. Is you're that not. You're not talking no, you're about not an in infinite that city. regression? You've never played Sim City, have you? It would always no, end I with haven't. everything catching fire for some reason. Uh, I, I, all I heard was and people you just... put like all your stuff on one block. It was horrifying to me to hear everybody's just like casually talking about how they murdered their Sims. Yeah, it was pretty dark. Oh, Endlessly so like Sims. locking them in rooms <laughs> no, with but, no doors and letting them go I just mad. Want to this thought because I'm already <laughs> forgetting it. But this is. <laughs> So the He's simulation psychos. part is you are simulating what it's like to control a city, correct? Mm-hmm. I think what the simulation of life means is we're simulating what it's like to have uh, this kind of consciousness. So, so the simulation game is the in, your individual consciousness. Yes. But we're sharing it. We're all together in it. There's so, a collective. So it's like World of Warcraft. It's World of... Endless Warcraft. World of Endless Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what it is. Uh-huh. Johnny, you look bored. Are you all right? Yeah, you doing okay? You coming I'm not down? bored. Oh. I guess it's almost... We're Are you high fi- yet? It's 52 minutes and 43 seconds in, which means it's probably time for us to try our treat. Do you try think, wait, treat. I, before we try that, I just want to sum it up, because I, I like to end this with maybe summing up how we will save the world with what we talked about. Yeah, I, got, that, yeah, I feel like we got some solid things done. So if we meditate, <laughs> right. I'm just saying, if we meditate... We could then learn new theories that we're, op- we're we'll be more open to new theories, and then we will allow Paul Stamets Stamets mm-hmm. to save us. Yeah, my because other because we'll be open to it. Is that okay. true? I now, think that's sort of not what I was thinking about. Now here's now here's that's summary A, and here's summary B. We'll have competing summaries. Okay, uh, maybe. Um, is that two things you can take away from this podcast today, uh, if you're interested, is one, a practice of, uh, of meditation of some kind, which is, uh, Johnny says, 20 minutes, 20 minutes to do, uh, bring your stress levels down, cool you down, uh, the way you interact with other people, put certain energies into, into the world. So if you're putting less negative energy into the world, there's less negative energy. So that's something you can do is try meditating. Uh, and then two, on the other side of that is go online to fungi.net or Right. Yeah, but I don't think you can do that without meditating. That's my point. I mean, we'll find out. Start with meditating, then get to fungi.net or fungi.com, uh, hosted by Paul Stamets. I would and, say. Uh, order yourself one of those uh, wood boxes and plant yourself a, uh, a pollution-eating tree. In your in your neighbor's backyard, because backyards are hard to come by. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, Fungi.com. Fungi.com. So Fungi. go to Fungi.com, buy yourself a, a, a tree in a wood box that has been f- dusted that's, with pollution-eating fungal spores. That's not what it is, but it's close. What is it? Well, you can get... I I'm just going by what we've talked about. Just I get have some, no idea. Just get just some Just go mushrooms. to Fungi.com. Yeah, uh, get yourself a beautiful portobello mushroom tonight. Yeah, Cook it, a kit. enjoy it. Yeah, a kit. I love it. Grow them. Get a Grow kit. Grow yourself um, some portobello Okay, let me get that mushroom. food real quick. Tr- what is this? Is a off. treat, huh? Yeah, well, we're going to sort of, cool. you know... Uh, you it's guys a, it's are a, cool. It's a treat that is uh, supposed to be good for you or good for the earth or, okay. or a, good, a net good. Net good. And then we're just going to try it and see if it sucks. You know, okay, here it if, comes. Or if it's good, if it's tasty or... I don't know. This is a great idea, by the way. Mm. 
I like to just plug my podcast live to tape. Oh, yeah. It's on Feral Audio. Check oh, it out. It's a great that, yeah. podcast. You should probably do it at the beginning too. It's, it's yeah, you guys got to come on it as well. Barry's been on it. It's a it's a fun uh, psychedelic jaunt. Oh, there you go. Thanks. Thanks. What is that? Okay, so uh, uh, what is that? We're trying to ingest something that we that supposedly is supposed to be good for you. This is from Lassen's. It's called the organic cold pressed inner peace juice tonic. <laughs> oh my um, God. Do we know it's why? Got yeah. Organic turmeric, 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 turmeric. Sorry, organic coconut water, organic lemon, organic ginger, organic. Why was black that the pepper? <laughs> This is, one, this is, is this there is inorganic a, black hold pepper? Hold on, no, let's, let's discuss why is why is a organic cold pressed juice better for you than a non organic hot made juice? What? Well, I don't know how the fuck they make juice, man. Yeah. They make they it squeeze it right. Yeah, I thought it was just squeeze cold pressed. So they like like cool the squeezy thing. The idea is if it's cold, it doesn't destroy the uh, enzymes and the other things in it. That's that true. It. It's why a raw food is diet. cold pressed juice good for you? I'm asking Siri. Okay. I thought you were just asking Johnny Shit, in a really just, weird way. It, it just, okay. I mean, a lot of these sites, a lot of these sites look like juice selling websites. Okay, here's the Telegraph. That's a reliable periodical. Uh, is it? The it's, Daily Telegraph? I'll tell you why it's good for you. Go for oh, it, Johnny. Here we go. It tastes good. Oh. It tastes good. All right. I think he's right. I, I think the, the idea of heat is it kills certain enzymes that are important, yeah. and that's a raw food diet. So I think that's what it is. I think. Though that's, that's what it antioxidant is. antioxidant intake. There's antioxidants. That's true. It's anti-inflammatory, too. Oh, uh, yes. All those oxidants. Uh, yeah. We, we, <laughs> Man, I, what's wrong? I haven't had a high oxidant The day. truth is that five-a-day five recommendations only scratch the surface when it comes to optimum antioxidant intake. Active people should ideally aim for eight to ten portions of fruit and vegetables per day, predominantly vegetables. Predominantly. Yeah. That's uh, going to make you shit, though. That's what that is, right there. So no, it's not. It, it's inner peace. It no, gives you inner peace. Inner peace. By, inner by, uh, turmoil is the other one. It makes you shit like <laughs> crazy. Turmoil. You shit okay. for a week. Downing. Oh shit. Sorry, Daddy's exit. Downing. Downing a liter of concentrated pasteurized. You got to take a sip and try it. Pasteurized cheap oh, fruit juice. Glass. It's glass. Offer it's a little tiny shot. No nutritional content. Sorry, this is a small shot glass. I did not. I shook it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Give me that cap. Let me shake it good. So there's less insulin. And there's more antioxidants and cold press. You want to describe, Johnny, what it looks like real quick? It looks like a little bottle of snake oil. (laughs) That's what it looks like. This is truly the modern snake oil. Oh, it's a great sound effect, right? Oh, I do like that. Is it good? It feels good. Oh! Inner peace. That's going to make it spray later. Okay. That's a spray maker. It's like hot. It's got like a hot kick to it. That's that ginger hit. Yeah, the ginger sort of gets in the back of the throat. Ew. You know what? Oh, gets oh that's here. really good. That's got like 17 different tastes. It gets yeah. here. It gets here. Really it gets like here. A, it gets here. It's like an awful curry. How much was it? $17. $70. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> can I have your best snake oil, please? I think it was uh, $5. My question is, thing. what are you going to do with that uh, bottle? It's about the like size it. of one of your of like mm? one of your thumbs. What are you going to do with that bottle? It's glass. It's kind of cool. Mm. You can put some I'm weed give it in to there. You. Or something. you want it? I'd love to take that bottle. Okay, here, uh, Johnny. Uh, All right, so Johnny, what do you any? You want to plug anything? Do you want to have some more of this before I finish it? I'm, uh, you should take it down. I'm gonna leave you a little bit. Okay. Honestly, I'm not, I've had enough ginge. That that little sip was enough. Yeah. What would you say it smells like? It smells exactly like ginger and lemon. Mm. And um, turmeric, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think I honestly think juices are like pretty much. 
a, a waste of money. Oh, I think it's, it's like, the waste of money. Like it's it's <laughs> it, the packaging is ridiculous. You just buy yeah. yourself some fruit, buy yourself some vegetables. Uh, you know, it's just it just seems like a it Makes. doesn't. It's not a pleasant to to drink. You know what I mean? There's no pl- like. I don't t- think this is about uh, the taste as much as it is the the what it does to you, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, once again, I think like everything that it does for you could get just actually, as easily. I, it actually way hurts cheaper right now in my fruit. chest. Do you guys yeah, feel my like throat's it hurts? burning. It hurts a it's lot. Burning yeah. a lot. Well, this is not uh, pasteurized, so if you die, <laughs> hey man, it's your fault. <laughs> what, where, what do you have to pasteurize in that um, coconut? Anything you drink, probably anything. Well, people pasteurize all kinds of shit. I don't you know. You could just like make juice out of a fruit and you don't have to pasteurize it, right? Yeah, but there's this idea where you have a coconut, it came from a place, and there's something in it, and if you bacteria. if you don't kill the bacteria, it might be in there, it might be living off the sugar, and then it goes in your body, and it causes you to have something that kills you. But mm. probably not. You're probably okay. Okay, So good. stick to the meditation and the yeah. mushrooms, but don't eat the mushrooms <laughs> if they're in a juice. <laughs> Um, yep. So, do you, sorry, do you have a plug? You want? Do you have a tour date? Do you while have anything you, coming up? While you were out there, I said listen to the live to tape okay. podcast. And mm-hmm. uh, I yeah. think we're going to try and give to a charity of your choice. Oh, right? really? Yeah. Do you have one that you like? What yeah. are you going to give? We'll give 10, twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. bucks. <laughs> 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 okay. That's a big part of it. Well, it's a one time donation, so I feel like oh, I don't yeah. Know. If, if you got, I'm going to give less than that. Less than twenty five bucks. I'm a big fan of the Arbor Day Foundation. Bucks. The Arbor Day Foundation. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, I'm look trees it up. are trees are pretty much the most apolitical good thing that <clears throat> exists. And why, why is the Arbor thing Google. great? Because trees. You can't oh. you can't have too many trees. Really. I like that. Could you imagine if that was the problem we were dealing with right now? We've got too I many trees. Added, the J one is obviously pretty good because I just typed into Google "donate Arbor Day donation." Got it. <laughs> so, so what's the website? Foundation. Did you I think find it's Arbor Day Foundation? You could just Google Arbor Day Foundation. Also, Arbor Day Foundation will send you trees. They will send them to you in oh, the mail, you and go. you can grow your own Donate trees. Donate now to the Arbor Day Foundation. They at, will send you uh, trees for your uh, hardiness zone, your climate zone. So they will send great. you like 10 of them for free. Yeah, you haven't? Actually, Barry, uh-huh. the, lowest, uh, the lowest gift amount is $25. Wow. Oh, I'll find oh, I guess there's, maybe I'll there's an option. Them. Oh, you can do I'll other. You can do other. Uh, which would you, general fund, rainforest rescue, reforestation, or community tree recovery? Oh, I community. don't know. I feel I like this is. Community. I I'm a, I don't Johnny's, care about that Johnny's stuff. Foundation. I, would just say I don't that. really okay. care. Well, I think community tree. Community I think tree. that's just a button to make you feel better. It's probably all going to the same thing. It's probably all going all right. to the same bank account for a guy's boat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So this has been the premiere episode of Get High and Save the World. Uh, thanks, Johnny. Appreciate Wah-wah. you coming on. Yes. Wah-wah-wah-wah. All right. Take care. Oh. Oh. Cut. Bye, guys. <laughs> Get high and save the world. It's a good show. Let's say uh, Seinfeld was on an island and he was blowing Boris Karloff. What would, it, what would that be like? <laughs> it might go something like this. Oh, Mr. Karloff, I loved you and Frankenstein, and I love giving you a blowjob. Why, Mr. Seinfeld, I'd love having you fuck.